I think that's the thing. It's just like we when we feel like and or just in general, I think anybody feels that they to help somebody. I think you it's always that gratifying part of it about any job. Hello and welcome to Health Careers with Dr. Martin, a podcast where we pull back the curtains, revealing what it's really like to work in various health and wellness professions. Each week, we interview a different guest discussing their unique profession and how they achieve their career success. I'm your host, Dr. Richard Marn, an anesthesiologist working in medicine for over 20 years. And welcome. Healthcare is a large entity, just a large machine. And it takes a lot of coordination and organization to make it run and hum on a daily basis. Have you ever wondered how that happens? Well, today we're going to talk with the Radiology Administrative Director. His name is Janu Abraham, and he is an Administrative Director for the Department of Radiology at Mount Sinai Queens Hospital in New York. And you're going to learn how his role is really critical in making sure this organization runs efficiently and is well-coordinated. And we'll also talk about being an MRI tech and how that actually has helped him be better at his job. A little bit of background on Janu is he uh, received his Bachelor of Science degree in Radiology Technology at Long Island University and also went on to get an MBA at Turrell University. He then worked his way up starting as a MRI specialist at NYU and then became an MRI technologist at Mount Sinai Medical Center on Fifth Avenue. And he eventually became a operations manager and now administrative director, which is actually a big deal. He's in charge of about 16 people. And so we're going to hear about his role as really an organizational specialist and administrator after having initially started as a technologist. I do want to say in a future episode, we will be getting different radiology technologists to talk about their career. But in this episode, I really just want to focus on Janu and his role as an administrative director. So let's jump into it. Hello, everybody. Today with me is my friend, a longtime friend. We've been knowing each other for a few, well, maybe 10 years, more than that now. Uh, Janu Abraham. Hi, Janu. Hey, Dr. Martin. How are you? <laughs> How about... If you feel more comfortable, you can call me Richard. I, I like that. This is a little I, bit less formal I know, but, situation. Yeah, you know, Richard, Dr. Martin. It's, you know, it's just, to me, it's, you know, we've been. That's how I've been introducing myself to you all the time. So we're, we're I talking know, all to these you, years. So, yes. Well, we know each other since about 2005. Uh, well, yeah, because that's mean, when I started at Mount Sinai. So Paul, we've been probably a little bit, little bit less than that. But yeah, it's probably I think because I started at Sinai in 2011. So we were, were oh, in 2011. Around yeah. 2011. Then. Yeah. So. Wow. Still, it's almost, like you said, almost 10 years. Yeah. So I want to talk about what you do in healthcare, Janu. And I know we talked even before we started the recording that, you know, you were MRI technologist, but I really want to emphasize more about what you do right now, because that's what you were doing. What you do day to day is different. And you're now an administrative director in the Department of Radiology. And I really want to hear I love to hear what what that entails and what you know what that basically what you basically do. No, definitely. So I mean, like I said, you like you said, I started off as an MR MR tech. Um, you know, when I first started my career, um, kind of moved up the the ladder. I guess you can say pretty quick. Um, you know, 
in one aspect, you know, since I started in 2000, right. uh, 2009 as an MR tech and as, and in 2013, I moved into management, you know, just with MRI, uh, as a manager as well too. So, and then now as an administrative director, I'm going on to almost five years now doing this. Um, it's a complete, I guess you can say between being a technologist and being an administrator, you're still there, you're still doing everything, but with the admin director kind of dealing with the day-to-day operations. Right. Um, and just mainly because, you know, not just MRI, you have, you know, x-ray, CT, bone density, mammo, you know, ultrasound. Uh, I even, you know, do also PET CT. So there's new, the nuclear medicine side of it as well, too. So just the day-to-day operations, you know, I'm more on the, the ambulatory outpatient side. So, you know, we're going, you know, daily schedules, you know, the tech schedules, kind of making sure that the schedule moves as quickly as possible and kind of just make sure that patients are in and out because the one thing we all don't want anybody to wait around to get their care, right? So, you know, each exam may take a certain time to get done, but the goal is to get them in and out and make sure that the the patient care level and treatment is at, at its highest level at all times. So, yeah, that's the majority of what we do in a given day. I mean, there's so many little accreditations and so many different things that you know, we have the Joint Commission, the Department of Health, uh, you know, for radiology, you have something called ACR, which is the American College of Radiology, and they also have their accreditation processes you will have to, you know, keep up with and make sure that the credentials are up to date, um, the tech credentials, the doctor's credentials, you know, the radiologist credentials, and just, you know, again, it's all just, you know, there's a lot of minute things, but there's also that, that big part of it, um, just making sure that you work with the team. I guess I can say that part is like, on a given day is working with my, each of my team members, each of my techs, basically, um, to get through the day and also through our, you know, we also have a front desk, our, our clerks and our, you know, they also, you know, are our, our first line of defense, making sure that their day is, you know, as good as possible and making sure that they, under, you know, have the ability to do their job as well, too. So you're involved in a lot of organization and coordination on a daily basis. Correct. And so would it be a good description that you kind of keep the process going and the machine moving and getting the patients through thoroughly and efficiently? No, correct. Yeah. So, I mean, that's the one thing. So, you know, every day, you know, and probably like even this today, I went through the schedule for the week, you know, and then I looked at the schedule for tomorrow and this is more of our patient schedule. So, you know, making sure that they're, you know, could get through the day. So, you know, if a patient scheduled at nine o'clock, you know, what time are they supposed to come? Make sure that there's, you know, we tell them to get in on time, make sure that they leave on time, you know, get in the department and then leave because nobody wants to be here for, you know, three, four hours to get one thing done. So, you know, it's, you know, but at the same time, we got to do it in a patient safe and patient friendly way that, you know, they feel like they're comfortable because not every patient that comes in is, you know, they're coming in because there's something's going on, you know, they may have broken a bone or they may have, you know, they may have cancer. So you just, you know, you have to make sure that you also understand all the patient's uh, situations so that you're taking care of them in that proper mind too as well. What are the type of people that you are in charge of? You, you already talked about the different types of radiology techs that you have to supervise. You also talked about some front office administrative people that help do the scheduling, I imagine. What other people are you interacting with that you also have to deal with? So in, in a given day, you know, I have my team members look. So basically, I can start from the front. So we have our front desk you know, individuals that, you know, they have to make sure the insurance that the patient has is goes with the, you know, the, what they're we're charging for the study. You know, they also have to make sure there's authorization. So, you know, just those um, people itself, because of the front line before everything starts, they have to make, make sure that everything is 
authorized, verified, and you know that's the first aspect of it. Um, and then you have the technical stuff. So you know, like I was saying in the beginning, we have the bone densities, the mammals, ultrasound techs. You have the PET CT tech. You have MRI techs. You have you know a different a different techs that we have. I think the important part with that is that they just you know working with them to make sure that they have the tools to get through their day. I see. You know, do they do they have the contrast that they need to inject the patient with? Do they have the you know, with ultrasound, even the gel, you know, do they have gel and do we have gel in the department to make sure that they can do use that for the ultrasonic, you know, waves that they need to use. Um, and then just even little things like for pens and paper, you know, so it's, you know, there's so many different little things that we have to make sure given day and kind of an example today, you know, we, for the front desk, they didn't, we didn't have a, uh, a label maker. So we're just mm. making sure that we have the labels to fill a label maker. So those are those little things that, again, even though it sounds so small and such as you know, I, I would close, I wouldn't say petty, but a small little thing that could derail a given day because we don't have that tool. So making sure that we have, you know, checks and balances of making sure that we have everything that we need to get through, you know, the day, the week, the month. And, you know, again, every product that we buy doesn't come the next day, you know, so you have to make sure, especially with all that's going on in the world, you also have to make sure there's no back orders, making sure that you work with your, you know, your materials management and your, your pharmacy, your, you know, even with the, you know, security and just different, you know, just making sure that everything, you have to make sure the building is good to go. The AC is good to go. You know, you don't want to, you know, when we're at home, we want to be cool and everything. If you come into a building, you want it the same situation. So, um, again, making sure that you have those relationships with those people as well, too. You know, I think that's, you know, another thing is important because just like how we met, you know, we worked with as an anesthesiologist, as me as a manager slash tech, you know, we worked and made sure that things in a given day were going well. So, you know, you know, especially for the patient's sake. So, What other type of doctors besides anesthesiologists do you interact with on a regular basis? So with this new role, with this administrative director role, I can basically say I interact with every doctor. So, you know, I PC, you know, primary care doctors, uh, surgeons, you know, any specialty doctors, you know, you know, it can be orthopedic surgeon, it can be with a uh, urologist, it could be with a uh, vascular surgeon. So basically building those relationships, making sure those patients, because a lot of the referrals that we get are from these doctors. So we make sure that we, you know, we have a close communication so that we can get their patients in, in a timely fashion. So, you know, that's the important part. And you build relations, not with just the doctors, but also with their medical assistants, their, their assistants, you know, their, you know, even their scribes, maybe, you know, just because you ha- kind of have to make sure that, you know, these patients need something prior to surgery. You want to get it in before that as well, too. So even just now, I just, there's a patient that's scheduled with us tomorrow and he has surgery on Friday. So I was missing something. So I just texted the, you know, the doctor, I have the doctor's cell phone number. So I said, Hey, just do a quick second. Didn't check your email. And within five minutes, because of that relationship that we have, he put the, the script in and, you know, we'll be good for tomorrow's 8 a.m. thing. Now, again, it was just something small, but it's something that building that relationship as an administrator, as, you know, an employee of the hospital as well, is just trying to make sure that you you kind of work with everyone. And again, you're going to have bumps and hurdles throughout the day. And, you know, you're, you're always going to have that. But as long as you build those relationships and try to work and try to get things done, I think it's, you know, it's not that bad at all. So. so- just to make things simplistic, radiology is all about imaging experts. And images help direct care, help identify problems that physicians and other healthcare practitioners can utilize to treat the patient. And you help to manage that situation where you can make sure that imaging gets done in a timely manner and gets to the right people. Is that a simplistic way to say it? That's simple. Yeah. Okay. 
quick, simplistic way just to, you know, get, get there. Yes. Um, <laughs> is there any particular type of patients that you work with? But it, I would usually say, say that to a lot of people I've asking, but it sounds like you deal with all sorts of patients. Right. So, you know, we, every exam that we do is a bit different. You know, we have our techs that deal, deal with patients, but, you know, because I'm kind of on the floor trying to, you know, direct how the day goes, you know, my techs and my team are awesome and they, you know, they, they get through, you get this day and everything going, you know, it, you know, you deal with different patients. And like I kind of was saying before is like, you know, you have patients that come in that have cancer. You have patients that come in that they just have pain. So it's just different things like that, that kind of get you through the day, but you kind of have to make sure that you're, you know, understand the patient, right? Because, you know, I had a, we had a patient again, a quick little story this morning. He had a one o'clock appointment. He showed up at you know, nine o'clock this morning. And he said, no, somebody told me nine o'clock. Unfortunately, because it's an MRI schedule, you kind of have back to back and you kind of, so, you know, we spoke to him. He didn't have breakfast. I said, go have a bite to eat. And, you know, he understood that, you know, he wasn't there for any kind of, you know, he understood. He, we, we took him back downstairs. He was in a wheelchair and he came back uh, like a two hours later and we were able to take him early. So it kind of worked out in that aspect, but, you know, every day is a little bit different, right? So depending on our schedule and how we're able to work with everyone, but you deal with different patients, different situations, different, you know, they, everyone has different diagnoses. You know, I would probably say is like, as long as you understand where they're coming from, you know, you can work with them to make sure that they're taken care of. So I would also say that as a uh, administrative director for radiology, you have to be a tech, don't you? Because you have to know the equipment that you're utilizing. For example, some patients cannot just walk into an MRI, and you have to make sure that they're vetted out correctly, and if something does go wrong, how to respond appropriately. And it's not like a regular old manager off the street can do this. You have to have a radiology tech background to get into this type of position. Is that true? I, th- I think it's helpful. I, one of my techs one time told me, he was like, you know, I, I've been waiting for this time to work with somebody that has been in the seat before, mm. you know? So he even said that to me one time because the person that he dealt with before was more of an administrator. So, and the reason why I say I think it's very helpful for that aspect is because like you just said, you know, the machines, you know, kind of how the flow would work and you kind of understand what you're doing. Right. So I used to work with a, a radiologist that will used to be a tech. Oh, Okay. And he himself, you know, he started that way. And so it's like when you spoke to him, you like he kind of understood where we were coming from. Right. You know, so he was able to kind of, you know, oh, oh yeah. And I, I remember used to, you know, again, that was years ago before that when we when I met him. But he was like, oh, yeah, I remember doing that. Yeah, you can do it that way. That works for me, too. You know, so that was kind of somebody that kind of went through that tier of things of just going through x-ray school and working his way up to be a radiologist. But but that was something where you can see the difference in that aspect. But you have a lot of radiologists that also will kind of kind of kind of sit with the tech and as well as kind of learn the processes because then they get a better understanding right. to kind of figure out, okay, if we have a question, then you know you're able to kind of answer it on the tech kind of way. So um, but it is definitely helpful to be in the field, I believe, because of that aspect of understanding kind of the nuances of the machines, the even just the workflow of how the department works. Do you know what's your typical day like? What time you show up? What do you? How does the day start? What's your day end? As this administrative director? No, no problem. So I usually get in around eight. Um, my first meeting is at eight thirty now because of COVID. You know, it's a, a Zoom meeting, so I don't need to run to a room, which is nice. Um, but COVID's not. Nice. You run into rooms? <laughs> well, yeah, because you're going. <laughs> well, you have to run from uh, meeting to meeting usually on a given day. But um, so I'm usually here about eight. Um, usually, quickly check some emails, kind of uh, look at my next. You know, even though I usually look at it 
the schedule the day before, especially on the being on the outpatient end. I relook at it again, make sure there's no changes that I kind of drastically saw within the next day, because again, at the end of the day, something could quickly change and somebody didn't, uh, you know, tell us about it. And then first call in the morning is an 8.30 call that where the whole hospital gets on a phone call and basically reports out what's going on in the department. You know, usually I'll catch up a little bit more on emails. I usually go down to the top, you know, my texts get in and the department starts at 8 as well. So I usually, you know, by 9.15, we'll go downstairs, 9, 9, 9.15, 9.30, go say good, say good morning to the whole team, make sure that they have everything that they need. You know, if there's anything that's, again, most of them will text me or call me or, you know, shoot me a message in the morning uh, if there's something, you know, drastic um, that that they need. But usually I'll just walk around, say good morning to my whole team, you know, one by one, basically stop by their rooms, make sure they're okay. Um, and then I will uh, kind of stay in the department from that time, probably till as long as I don't have any meetings, I usually stay in the department for until like around noon. It's usually around noon, one o'clock, I have another uh, meeting or something. But usually if I have no meetings, I usually stay in the department from, I would probably say all, all morning to probably 12 or one o'clock in the day. Um, and then I would, you know, come up, check to make sure I haven't missed anything. Again, most of my emails come on my phone, but I usually keep up with it. And uh, usually I'm here from eight to six, you know, on a given, on a good day. <laughs> um, and uh, again, it's a lot of just like you, like we were saying before, it's like, uh, you know, between the phone calls, the emails, um, and just even just, you know, I'll get calls to schedule certain exams because our next available won't be for some time. So we might be, you know, because of how work with the techs and work with the department, you kind of find that little section to squeeze something in um, and then kind of work with the given day with all the, you know, with all the exams. But um, again, it, and each day is kind of a little bit different because, you know, I can have a note like today I only had like three meetings. Tomorrow we may have like five meetings. So again, in each meeting is like an hour. So each day and you have to fit that in there while the department's running. So you know, I'm in a unique kind of situation because I'm the only admin. I don't have like an assistant or like a lead tech in my department. So a lot of departments or like what I have will have like a you know admin assistant or so, so I'm, I'm kind of in a unique situation because of we're brand new. I was in a, it came to a brand new facility. So you know, over time hopefully we'll we'll grow a little bit more and have all that you know a little help on the other end. So in other words, different there's different tiers in the organization, but um, where you from the techs to like, I guess I would say maybe middle management, and then you're kind of one of the more senior management people. But really, there's no middle management; it's just the techs, all and staff, all kind of answering to you. Correct, and that's only because of you know we we this practice opened up in what 2016, right mm -hmm. when I came over. Yeah. So it's just the you know this is the growing I wouldn't say growing pains, but growing of the the department and how we you know over time it will be there, but. It's, it's not bad at all. So, I, you know, I wouldn't say that. So, What misconceptions do people have about your career? Um, the mis oh, misconception, that's, an, that's a good one. Now, <laughs> I would probably say, especially with the, being an administrator, um, I think just the, the craziness, I guess that's an, you know, the, a light word to use, um, of just how the day goes, you know, because, again, administrators are usually doing long hours, doing long, you know, meeting after meeting um i see myself as a little bit a little bit different because i do do my meetings in the department so you know i don't really sit in my office all day long i guess you can say that's a little misconception i guess you know a lot of administrators it's not say, just a desk job yeah and uh i usually don't uh sit in my office all day and i'm usually just you know like i said I, my, my goal is always and i tell my team that is like you know to be with them at all times unfortunately because i have 
meetings, I do have to step away. Yeah. But it's just, you know, it's it's just trying to get through how, you know, just and especially as long as I feel like they know that I'm available, I think that helps by text, by phone or whatever it is. But I think the big, biggest misconception, I don't think being an administrator is a desk job. I would probably to simply put it. What is your most rewarding part of your job? Um, probably say as long as my team is happy, and also we we do get you know times where patients do give us a not that we do it for that, but a lot of times we get like emails or letters stating that they had a great experience. I think that itself gives us that say, hey, all right, we're doing something right, you know, because. We don't, I don't think anybody's doing it to get that praise, but I think it's once in a while it just reminds us that all right, we're here for that that good reason. You know, we radiology helped another physician to get that diagnosis to help that patient, right? So you know, depending on what the diagnosis is, but I think that's it's just that the gratifying part is like, hey, we're in healthcare, we're here to help, and just to be able to see that we did that, or even to see a patient to come back. You know, there was a patient that went through a whole process with breast cancer and we, you know, we, we, we started the process with the biopsies and everything else. And, you know, she got, everything went well and she came back and thanked our radiologist. Oh, as she well, actually you know, came back and said, ago. thank so, you. Yeah. And because she also with her, with her follow-ups too. So she came back and she just said, thank you. And it was just, even again, like I said, it's not because we're doing it to get that thank you, but at the end of the day, just to see that, that long-term like aspect of it happening. So I remember, you know, just a quick non-administrative story, but when I was a tech, um, you know, there was a patient that, you know, I scanned her myself and she, when she came back, I was, a, I was a manager already and she goes, is there any way that you can scan me? Because I remember how much you took care of me and everything mm-hmm. else like that. But again, just like that, I knew I moved up. I said, I'll come with you. I'll set you up, but I can't do the scan because I got to go back on the floor because I was a tech at that time. I put her on the table. I set her up. I said, my techs will take care of you. But it was just that the fact that she remembered me yeah. and wanted me to do it. So it was just, you know, but I think that's the thing. It's just like we, when we feel like, and or just in general, I think anybody feels that they to help somebody. I think you, it's always that gratifying part of it about any job. Well, that does sound rewarding. That does. Is there a part of your job that's not very rewarding or the least favorite part of your job? Ooh, I guess when I don't get lunch. No, <laughs> <laughs> um, not, not, not per se. Um, I, again, every day, especially being in radiology and not, you know, I think each day is, uh, it's not the same, right? You know, we have a schedule. There's so many different things that can happen. And I, I don't really think there's a, it's a negative part about the job. I think it's just that being able to manipulate your day, your schedule, being able to be on your toes just to make sure you can get through the day. I, I don't I don't think there's really a bad part to it. So it, and how would you describe your work life balance? Um it's you know, sometimes it's challenging. I got I got two little boys at home. Um so it's uh you know it's a challenge of making sure that I, I, I still have that time to uh see them awake. I think that's the that's the main thing is just I think the making sure that I get my work done because again at the end of the day, the work will be there, but at the same time, just making sure that I can get, especially the urgent stuff. I think that's the biggest thing that anybody should worry about is making sure that on the given day, on the same day, that you get what's the most important things, you know, out of the way so that, you know, that's not over your shoulders. So, you're, you know, because the main thing is like you don't want to bring anything home. I think that's mm. the most important thing I've learned over the years is that once you're home, you're home. Yeah. Um, you know, yes, you know, if somebody reaches out, you don't, you sit there and not respond to them but at the same time as once you're home it should be your family time and that's it um why did you chose this why did you even choose to go from an mri tech to administrator what was the purpose i mean obviously there's gonna be a little bit more money what were the other reasons so funny story i guess you can say it's a funny story so when i uh 
I guess as an MR tech or a tech in general, like I don't think I ever had an aspiration to become an administrator. Um, <laughs> so that's so that let's, let's put that out there. You know, when I uh, so when I joined Mount Sinai, you know, I was an MR tech. I came in. I just got married. I was like, you know, the, the new guy on the block. Um, an opportunity came to become the MR. You know, and that's when we met, kind of thing, more and worked together. But uh, yeah, I got the opportunity to be the operations manager there, and I said, you know what. This is my, you know, let me let me try it. I think I can do I can do good at it. I think I can work with this and try to see what I can do. You know, not, I wouldn't say better, but also, you know, I had some ideas in my mind already because I was working there, and I, you know, the the offer came and I uh, I took it. Uh, you know, it was a it was a good decision. A few years later, a little bit after two and a half years, um, the opportunity to become the admin director here and have kind of have my own site came up, and I said, uh, you know what, another opportunity. Let me take it. And uh, again, I love working with my team here. I love all the aspects of it. You know, I, I've, it's, uh, you know, that's one that, and I, you know, as, uh, you, you know this as well, having a good team and working with people is, you know, as long as you can keep that going and you, you, that confidence between you as a leader, as well as trying to make sure that you as an individual can make their day better but also mm-hmm. make sure the patients are taken care taken care of i think is an important part of it and i think being an admin director and having so many different types of working with so many different people and types of people and just uh, the the day to day i think is a is a great experience a great opportunity um you know i think and being a leader is not just saying hey do this do that i think working with everybody to kind of say what can we do to get this patient taken care of and making sure that the day just, you know, just runs, you know, right. I think the every day is, you know, again, every day in radiology is a new day, but you know, that's any day, right? So, but working with everybody and trying to get it done is important. So do you recommend your career for students? No, definitely. You know, uh, in general being, again, I moved up from an, being starting to go to school for an x-ray tech and moved my way up to administrator. You know, there's so much going on. And even with all that just went on with COVID, you know, radiology was a big piece of that to get diagnoses and everything else like that. And, you know, hopefully COVID will disappear, but, you know, healthcare needs will always be there. Um, and I think it's very important that, you know, being able to help with the diagnosis of patients, I think this field will continue to grow. I don't see it it's stopping um, or being a, a slump, you know, I think as long, as long as, um, you know, there's a need for imaging and everything else, this, this field will continue to grow. And do you think that the future outlook is, uh, looking good for your profession? hundred percent, you know, like just going back to, again, you know, th- th- there's always going to be a need for imaging, you know, there's always going to be people breaking bones. There's always going to be people needing some kind of, you know, and again, there's different types of imaging, imaging to get a diagnosis, but there's always going to be, a, I think the, the outlook looks to be good for us, you know, and there's jobs right now as well so Janu how'd you even get started as a what were you like as a high school student you were thinking about being a, a radiology tech even then not at all <laughs> so when I uh, you know when I was in high school you know I uh, when you're in your you know freshman year in your sophomore year you're just like yeah 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 we can do this I, I got this I don't really need to think about anything else and then your parents are telling me, what are you gonna you know what are you gonna do in college what are you gonna do in college you know I went from computer engineering to thinking about being a doctor to being a pharmacist and so many different aspects of it mm. kind of one thing you know you know I still went into college you know trying to make my decision you know I tried pharmacy I tried I even you know thought about being a doctor 
took my MCATs. You know, I thought so many different things, you know. Oh, but really? Yeah, you took MCATs? Yeah, yeah. Don't ask me. No how kidding. Many. Yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that, I, I was with a group of guys and they even were like, hey, do the MCATs. We'll go over here. We'll, we'll, be, we'll do it together. And I'm like, do you want to cheat off me? Is that what you're bringing? <laughs> but, um, you know, so then, you know, one thing that, you know, radiology kind of came in my mind, you know, I had, a, I had an uncle that was in radiology as a tech and then. You know, there was a point where you know, I got into a car accident with my sister and, you know, I got nothing happened to us. You know, we were fine. You know, I remember going into the, the x-ray room, getting my, I think my knees were hurting. So they just took some whatever. And I was just like, all right, this kind of looks cool, you know. And then, you know, I asked them to see the picture and whatever. But how old are you then? Oh, um, I think I was in either in 10th or 11th. Okay. Yeah. So it was around that That's time. That's your so first I had that interaction with the radiology interaction. Correct. Correct. You know, and at that funny part, at that time, I was a pharmacy tech at a hospital, at that same hospital that they took me to. So it was kind of like, they're like, wait. So it was like, I was in pharmacy, as a pharmacy tech, just, you know, working, trying to make some extra money. You mean as a high school student? Yeah, as a high school student. So I was like, I'm in 11th, uh, trying to be a pharmacy tech, just, you know, at the hospital and doing whatever. But it was, uh, but my interaction was with that x-ray, that room and the, the knee, I think it was a knee x-ray, if I remember. And, you know, that was my first interaction. And then uh, my uncle... He was in somewhere in Brooklyn. He was a, a tech as well. He was a supervisor. So he was like, oh, let me uh, let, let me take you there. And, you know, I went there for a few days. And, we, 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 you know, I sat around. I kind of went in as a volunteer. Um, and, you know, I spent my day there just to kind of get an understanding. And that was a good good opportunity to kind of learn from, you know, to see what was going on and everything like Shadowing that. Shadowing so. your uncle, basically. Well, my uncle and, and he let me sit. The hospital allowed me because I went through the volunteer process yeah. uh, to sit by the techs as well, too. So it was nice to kind of do that as well, too. So that, you know, that's kind of how it started. But, you know, then I said, you know, let me just apply. And I kind of went through the process uh, with the schooling. And then uh, because there's different opportunities with that as well, too, with, you know, how you want to become an x-ray tech and move your way up. But, you know, the schooling is completely, you know, it's different as well, too. So when you were in school, whether it's high school or college, you were working. Yeah, so I worked. I was working for a little bit as a, you know, not that, you know, it was more of a, I guess you can say more of an opportunity. Um, so I kind of did it, you know, it was more of a Saturday, Sunday kind of gig. But it was just kind of, you know, my parents and just say, hey, look, why don't you try to see where you what you like kind of thing, I guess you can say. Um, so I, that's, you know, pharmacy was the big thing back then, you know, at that, 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 that point, because it was like, oh, you know, try it, try it, try it. So, you know, it wasn't for me. <laughs> so you were working as a pharmacy tech. Did you have any other jobs? No, that was my only. I just, I worked at a private place, and then I worked at. A, I went with the guy that moved to the hospital, yeah. so he got me a job at the hospital too. So I was there on Saturdays and Sundays, you know, just for every other week or something like that. I see. Just to, but it got you. But it also got me my, I guess, my hospital experience. Yeah. Because you know you kind of get to know things at the hospital as well too. Because especially being at a hospital and a pharmacy tech, you go to each floor to see different things ah. to fill the pixis or whatever so that you know and i i always tell people is like i always feel like uh being in the hospital you know or just in general do, doing different things and understanding kind of molds you in a different way too because even if you choose whatever profession you choose you always remember little things that oh i went through that you know like even prn you know like i as as needed you know so or npo you know like i would only know that because of working in hospital before but, you know, now for radiology, for certain exams or CTMR, you need to be NPO. And if I, in the beginning, I'll probably be like, what the hell is that? You know, so, you know, it's uh, um, I think those little things learning, just being in a hospital, learning different things also is very important, I think, because it gives you that, I guess, uh, you know, that ability to know a little bit more, you know. So you're you're actually working on the weekends, on a, you know, every other weekend and going to school during the week. Mm-hmm. Were there any other sacrifices you were making that, or at least you felt were sacrifices 
to get to where you're at now? I think those are the major things. I mean, you know, you always, with anything that you do, you know, kind of say on the weekend, you know, you could be hanging out with your friends, you know, go playing basketball or playing yeah. whatever. So, you know, yeah. those are always going to be as, you know, as kids, you're always going to run into those things, but you can still balance it. Again, it was every other weekend, right? So you had the other weekends to, to hang out, you know, later out and stuff like that. So I think it's, it, again, it goes back to the, the balances of uh, anything that you do. You know, just like I said, when, when we went back to our family, you know, you talk about work and family life. I think just like that, just knowing where you can balance everything and just, you know, you can do everything, you know, you can, you can do whatever you want. You just you have to make sure that you have the time. If you got to wake up at five, you got to wake up at five, right? Um, just to do something. So, you know, if you need to get up early, maybe go to sleep a little bit earlier, but it's just a matter of trying to get everything done within the time that you feel like you can get it done. So, Reflecting back, Janu, would you have done anything differently? Oh, the tough questions there now. <laughs> <laughs> this is no Mickey Mouse this is interview. The, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. This is a hardcore um, conversation. <laughs> um, no, I mean, listen, I think it just kind of what this podcast is. And, you know, like I was telling you when we first talked that every year in January, I usually do a, uh, a presentation in front of uh, um, high school, middle school kids. Um, I think those opportunities weren't there for me. And I don't think it was there for a lot of people to know exactly what's out there. I think the just the fact that you're doing this, you know, the thing that I, you know, I usually talk in, in usually in January, I, I think, and I see even the reactions from, you know, the children from the schools and just the fact that they're able to just to hear about different things because, you know, we don't, you know, you can only see what you get in Google or, you know, you just by searching something and you're like, oh, that kind of looks good. But their opportunity just to learn more and hear more, I think is, you know, I think those are like the things that would be ideal to hear about. So, and this is this, this platform like you're, you're doing right now is amazing. So I think this is, a big, this is great. What other advice do you give students then, Chinu? What do you, advice do you give them when you do this presentation in, at the beginning of the year? So usually, again, so the way that my, the presentation in general works is that we go through, so again, radiology has vast different careers, I guess you can say, or vast different, right. you know, things that they can do and whatever. So the I, the most important thing is after showing them, you know, every, again, I may be missing things, I don't know, but, you know, showing them the different slides about the different, you know, professions in radiology, you know, just tell them how to get there and making sure that they understand, like, you know, there's there's opportunities out there. And, you know, the hardest part is making that decision, right? As a, as a, you know, when you go into high school and going to college, just trying to make that decision of what you think you want to do. And, and a lot of people go undecided, right? So, you know, going undecided is not the worst thing, but, you know, make sure that you have a goal in mind, I guess, in, at the end of the day to say, all right, I'm going in undecided. Let me just make sure I have a few ideas in my head so that I could kind of veer towards that as long as, you know, they, they feel a certain way. So, you know, again, careers can always change. You can always change a career, but you always have to, I think, go in with a mindset of, I, these are the things I think I want to do. And, you know, it could easily change because one day that career might be the greatest thing that's out there. And then the next year it might not be. So, you, you know, you can, you, at least if you go undecided, you know, ideally, yes, it'd be nice to go, you know, know what profession you're going to, but it's not the worst thing going undecided. All right. So, before we end, I want to go through some rapid-fire questions. Yeah, definitely. And uh, usually there's short answers, um, unless there's a really interesting story behind it. Gotcha. You ready? I'm ready. Okay. Favorite season? Uh, the fall. Beaches or snow? Ooh, beaches. Do you like Disneyland? I do. If you could get a yacht, what would you call it? Ooh, the Voyager. 
What's the first thing you grab for in the morning? My cell phone. What's something you could eat for a week straight? Ooh, chicken parm. Chicken parm? Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, if you were stranded on a tropical island, what two things would you want with you? Um, I guess I'm going to need my cell phone and probably... Uh, uh, wow. It's tough. I'm going to need water. I'm going to survive, right? Water. Okay. <laughs> but then I, oh, I have to learn how to make uh, water from salt water, right? <laughs> if you could ask... Oh, last question. Yeah. If you could ask God one question, what would it be? Ooh. Um, ooh. That, that's, these, are, these are good questions. Um, when will be the end, I guess? <laughs> All right. That's awesome. You passed. <laughs> Where'd you get these questions from? That's a hey, tough man, question. I, I gotta do That's some good research. though. That's good though, man. That's good though. Uh, where can listeners go to reach you and learn more about you if they want to do so? Yeah, so I'm on I'm on LinkedIn. So you can always send a message through LinkedIn, and you know I always respond over there. Again, it's you know Jinu Abraham. So and I'm on LinkedIn itself. So you can reach out there, and I can always respond via the, the messaging on there as well. So. Is it under Administrative Director of Department of Radiology Extraordinaire? <laughs> no, it's, it's under... <laughs> it's under Administrative Director of All right. I'll make sure that's on our website. Listen, Janu. Yes, sir. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode. I really appreciate it. Um, I think you really helped bring some light to what you do and to, to kids that are interested in, especially radiology, tech, and administrative um, responsibilities. So thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Health Careers with Dr. Mark. I really enjoyed talking with Janu about his career as an administrative director for the Department of Radiology at Mount Sinai, Queens in New York. Uh, but I especially liked a few things that he highlighted and what I picked up on at least, and that was just a good managerial habits of checking in with each team member before he starts the day and also highlighting the fact that there are vast opportunities and things to do in technology and his profession within radiology and it's not just such a closed system and he was fortunate to take advantage of one of those opportunities and that is to be administrator because he's he enjoys it and he's also quite frankly good at it i was very fortunate to have worked with him uh, for a few years when we were both at mount sinai hospital to learn more about this guest and other past guests or if you'd just like to reach out to me visit healthcareerswithdrmarn.com or hcwithdrmarn.com. Catch you all on the next episode.